Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 21 of Simply Finance. I am your host, Shane White. Um, we are here on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, the market's off to a hot, hot day again. Um, honestly, it's been it's been wild to see the last week. I think every time I'm assuming the market is going to fall or have some sort of rebound, it continues to go up. One of my favorite stocks, as you guys have to know by now, Tesla had a killer day. A lot of companies saw growth today. And it's coming off of this positive news that keeps coming out uh, from the coronavirus. I mean, it's it's good to see that people are, are getting back in the market and we're not seeing even more of these companies impacted uh, totally just lose their value in the stock market. But at the same time, I personally think we're still in a situation where we are overvaluing a lot of these companies. Uh, I think that the ones I've been hitting on travel, I mean, they've had some big rebounds and honestly the stock has bounced back quite a bit, but those are still great buys in my opinion. Uh, we'll have to see. So anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. I just wanted to mention what the markets have been doing. It's been crazy though, the last two days to really see uh, what's been going on. So Yesterday was my first episode with a guest. Uh, one of my good friends, Andrew Malott, came on the podcast and we talked about a variety of things from uh, his, he just got into investing. So his initial thoughts um, with investing and things he's learned already, as well as getting into some of the things that he's interested in uh, as far as investing goes and a lot of the industries that we both are interested in watching. Uh, it was a really interesting episode. I honestly had a lot of fun. I, I'm going to keep doing both types of podcasts for now. Uh, I, th I think obviously like breaking down the market is something that I, is, is basically the reason I started this podcast, but I do know a lot of people love, and I personally love listening to podcasts where there's conversations. And I think there's ways to do both of those, uh, solving, you know, complexities, with finance that I want to break down, but doing that with guests. So I'm going to kind of do both of these like I'm doing today. And then ones like yesterday with Andrew and get more people on. I had so much fun interviewing him. That was the first time I've done that. And it was an awesome experience. So if you haven't listened to that, I would suggest going back and listening to that. The audio is on, you know, all uh, podcast platforms, including Apple podcasts now, which is huge for us. And then it is on YouTube too. So I haven't put it on all socials, but it is on my YouTube channel. You can search Simply Finance. Uh, you search Shane White in YouTube and they'll all pop up. Um, but the video and audio is on YouTube. So if you want to kind of see me and Andrew, and <laughs> it's a little more fun to probably watch us interact uh, on video than just audio. So anyway, I regress. So today's episode, a couple episodes back, I talked to you guys through what dividends are. Uh, what dividend yields are, and basically how you can diversify your portfolio by adding companies that pay dividends to it, if you remember that. One thing that I started talking to my dad about actually the other day was, you know, dividends in general are great, but making sure people understand how to qualify for the specific dividend payments. So 
I basically wanted to kind of go one step further with dividends. I thought it was an important concept right now with um, earnings season coming up and a lot of people potentially wanting to buy these stocks that pay dividends for cheap right now and get paid at a Q1. So I'm going to walk you through an example. Um, I'm hoping this drawing I made for you that are watching this, it'll be, I'm not very good at drawing, but I'm hoping that this is legible enough. And then for you guys just listening through podcast form, I'll be sure to really break this down as simply as possible. So, okay, let's jump into it. So qualifying for dividend payments. So you have to do more than just own the stock uh, when the dividend is paid. I don't know, you know, depending on your level of expertise with this, I'm not sure what most people think of when they think of a dividend payment as far as owning it. Uh, I, I think I mentioned it briefly in the previous podcast, but really there are four key dates that you need to remember if you're wanting to qualify for a dividend payment. And to kind of to go backwards, dividends, it's funny when you do research on dividends, back in the day when you know some of the biggest dividend payout companies over the last few decades, uh, the one that stands out the most in all the research I do with dividends is Walmart. And it's funny because Walmart and then Disney was another big one. Both of them have historically always sent paper checks. And that's really how dividends always were paid out back in the day. And so you would basically, if you qualified at the end of a quarter, you would get a dividend check in the mail. And like a Disney one would have a printed Mickey Mouse on the check that you're getting. Uh, in today's environment, though, most of us have brokerage accounts through some sort of online portal. And so you're just getting a deposit of those funds. And you can either get it in just a flat deposit, which if you pull out, you have to pay capital tax gain, capital gains tax, excuse me, on. Or you can also have those dividends reinvested back into those stocks, which you won't pay capital gains tax on at that time. So those are two things you can do with it. But how do you qualify? So again, four key dates, and I'll walk through each of these and show you guys an example, and that's today's show. So the first one is the declaration date. Second is called the payment date, pretty straightforward. Third one, and one of the most important, is the record date. And then the fourth is the ex-dividend date. So those last two are really important. We'll go back to the first one. The first one is called the declaration date. And that is the date that the board of directors announces what the payment is going to be and when it will be paid out. So that's that communication that you're looking for uh, that I mentioned in the previous podcast. This is when the board of directors come together. They look at how the company performed and they make the call on how much they're going to pay out in dividends. So in that public announcement, they will announce exactly when they're paying it out and how much it'll be. The next date is the payment date. So obviously, like they're announcing the declaration date in that, they'll also announce the other three key important dates, the second one being the payment date. And that's the date that you'll physically see the funds get deposited into your account. So that's obviously when all of it comes together and you get those funds uh, that you earned. Now, those two dates you know, are great to keep an eye on. It's gonna, it's gonna basically tell you and navigate you to understand really number three and number four, which are the record date and ex-dividend date. So these next two are really the most important. And so number three is the record date. And for you to get, a pay, for you to get the dividend payment, the record date is the date that you must be officially on record as owning a share to receive a dividend. Um, but however, with stock market rules, you actually have to own the stock two business days 
two biz, two full business days before the official record date to get your dividend payment. So this is where it gets a little confusing. This is why I drew out a little example and I'll talk through it. The fourth and final important date for you to know is the ex-dividend date. And that's the date in which the stocks trade ex-dividends, which basically means excluding dividends, or without the dividend payment in question. So this is the day in between the day you have to own the stock and the record date. So if you think of it sequentially, you'll have a declaration date, then there will be an official day you have to own this stock to get paid. The next day is the ex-dividend date, which means anyone trading that stock that day is excluded from any dividends. They're the first day of trading that is not gonna be inclusive of the dividend payment. And then the next day is the record date. And so everyone on that date that owned it two days before will get paid out. And then finally you have your payment date. So that's kind of the background of those dates. I know that's a little bit confusing and that's why I decided to draw this out. So I'm just gonna walk through this. I'm gonna hold this up. I'm hoping everyone can see this. It is very much just a handwritten piece of paper here and I'll explain it. So in my example up here, you see up here in the top, um, April, so I'm, gonna, I'm assuming we're, we're here today, right? Today's April 14th, 2020. In my example, I'm saying tomorrow is April 15th, 2020. And this is when company A announces their declaration date. So you can see on the 15th I've circled, that's the declaration date. That's when they come out and they announce all these other dates. So in my example, um, company A has told us that, hey, today's uh, April 15th. We're declaring our dividend payment information today. On May 15th, so a month from now, that will be our payment date. In order to qualify for that payment, the record date for this quarter's dividend will be Friday, May 1st. So you can see in my example, um, today or tomorrow, April 15th, is the declaration date. So that's when they're making the announcement. A month later is the payment date. And then exactly two weeks before that, which that two weeks, two week time period is not always the same, but that's what I'm using in my example. And that's pretty common. That is the record date. So that record date is a Friday. So if the, if the record date is a Friday and with stock market rules, you have to officially own that stock two days before that date. That means if you back, backtrace it, not the 30th, but the 29th of April. So two days before that, you and there's stars on this date. If you're looking on the video, there are, that means that at the end of day, the end of the trading day on the 29th, you will need to own at least one share of company A's stock in order to receive payment on the 15th. If that makes sense. Now, the ex-dividend date, which is the day after the 29th or the 30th of April in this example, would be the first day that stocks traded on that day will not qualify for dividend payments. So that's all you have to do. You really just have to own stock by the 29th um, to get the dividend payment. You don't have to have it the whole quarter. You don't have to have it um, the whole year. That's really all you have to do. Um, and the funny thing about this is the own by date, which is not one of the official dates, but that's what I'm calling it. So in this example, the 29th of April, that's officially on the record of you owning the stock. Even though the record date is the first, since they backtrack it two days from the record date, technically if you made sure you bought some of that stock on the 29th so you can qualify, 
if you sold your stock, all of it you owned the following day on the 30th on the X dividend date, you would still receive your dividend payments, even though you didn't own it on the record date. So kind of an interesting fun fact um, that comes along with the way dividend payments are calculated and figured out. So that's it today. Uh, I just wanted to go into that. I felt like that was an important add-on to the podcast we had a few weeks ago. Again, if you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast, I'd highly recommend you go back and listen to episode 20, Andrew Malott. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, he's one of my best friends from college, and uh, we just had tons of good things to talk about. Had a few drinks and uh, just had some fun. So thanks again for listening. Good luck to all of you out there who are uh, trying to be smart health-wise and investment-wise. If there's anything I can do, um, questions you have, please don't feel like you can't ask them. I would love any questions, and it can definitely help. Um, point me in the direction of what we should be talking about in future episodes. So thanks again. I hope all of you have a great and safe Tuesday and I will see you all tomorrow. Have a good one. Oh, hey there, everybody. Not quite done yet. Just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode. Uh, if you look in the show notes, don't forget there's a few links there. The first one being a link to uh, my stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on. Uh, potentially looking to invest in and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes, which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast, um, but you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it. Try out some investing. Uh, thanks again for listening. And most importantly, stay positive. Have a good day. And I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.